technique and drills make you go faster, not getting fitter and fitter and fitter. More technique, more downwind, and honing skills. You're never too old to change bad habits, and you're never too old to learn new ones. I can teach you all the mistakes. I've had so many mistakes in this life of mine, long life, paddling life, and why should you make the same mistakes when I've already been through there, done that, bought the t-shirt a number of times, Hi there, welcome to the Coach Tulupski podcast. These episodes are taken from Oscar's live interactions with his Oscar's club members and are great for anyone looking for insights into paddling faster and having more fun. Okay, morning all. Uh, can you believe it? You can see here behind me, I'm at the kayak club I belong to. Lots of kayaks, K1s and K2s, and not too many uh, surf skis. That's sort of a thing in Portugal. Bon dia, George. There's George, the curator. He looks after it. And can you believe it? I was going to do it on the dock, on my dock, and it started pouring with rain. You can see my training area in the background there. That's where I, I do all my technique stuff. Um, that book building in the background there is uh, Santa Clara. It's an old, um, it's old monastery and... Uh, Behind that is a Roman aqueduct that takes the water from the monastery inland. See all the, the vans. So it's starting to pour with rain here. Um, hi, David. Uh, good to see you on board. And Luke, yeah. We've just had a time change, so yesterday was a bit confusing. Uh, this is actually uh, 7, 8.30 yesterday, but we've had a one-hour time change, which, which makes a little bit of a difference. So it's just started pouring with rain. I've just finished my first session, which was uh, swimming in a, in a brand new, uh, brand new swimming pool. Uh, Johnny Holt, good to see you on board. Cam, good to see you all the way from New Zealand. So the Aussies and uh, a few uh, Europeans are awake. The rest are having uh, either sleeping if they're in America or in South Africa, they're probably working. I've had a few questions. Uh, before I get on to the questions, just. Uh, I'm starting to build up for the, the Sean Partners uh, Financial Services Doctor, which is happening on the 22nd of, of November, so nearly a month away. I've been struggling with a, a back issue, haven't pushed, uh, pushed myself uh, that hard, basically been doing technique, slow paddling, a little bit of running, and I've just started swimming. This is my second swim this morning, uh, just to cross-train all the time to make sure that um, I'm working, I'm doing a few exercises in the morning and the afternoon, basically hyperextensions and uh, what's it, bird dog, that's an exercise just to strengthen my back because what you find that if you paddle a lot, you've got a very strong core because you're leaning forward like this but your back actually gets a little bit weaker than, the, than, the, than your front, your core. So therefore you have to do uh, uh, back exercises, hyperextensions and bird dogs. Welcome Alex Bennett. Um, so my training's been fairly steady. steady. Uh, since I got back from South Africa, I did a few big races there. Uh, what I have been doing is just focusing on doing quite a bit of uh, fasting. Uh, yesterday, I broke a fast and I had four days of fasting. Still carry on as normal. And today, I'll start another fast. That's just to get my weight under control, to burn all the bad muscles and, and, and all the bad, not muscles, bad uh, bodies in my, in my, in my, in my system. It really works well for me. You end up losing weight, you feel good, you've got strength all day. So fasting is something that I like to do now. And I'll probably fast a couple of three and four day fasts up to when I leave uh, next week for Perth. And uh, Walt is uh, 
daughter's, my brother Walter's daughter's wedding. And then I'll have a lot of uh, training and racing in Perth, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, this week in, in Porto, uh, you can see not great weather, uh, very uh, rainy the whole week and not good wind. So again, if there's no wind, um, I'm not going to spend uh, my time bashing my head against the wall. I'll go and just do technique, technique and more technique. Um, so I've got this pain just in the, a little bit in my back, but it's not, doesn't, it's not that bad. Uh, I can sort of manage it, and I'm just slowly building it up, not pushing myself too hard. Uh, and uh, that's important. Listen to your body, you know. And I'm frustrated that I can't really push myself hard, but I just go slowly build up so that by the time the doctor comes, I'm fit enough. Sure. Cam Langford did a five-day fast just before Hawaii. Five days before Hawaii, that's fantastic because, I mean, I, I enjoy the fasting a lot. Uh, it definitely works. Uh, the only thing I drink on a, a fast uh, is apple cider vinegar and sparkling water and some coffee. And if I put anything in it, I have to have heavy whipping cream, just a dash to make it taste nicer. Um, again, uh, I've been seeing some fantastic results from my students. Uh, Corin uh, Smith's been doing very well getting PBs. Leonard said he's not, he didn't get a PB because he was concentrating on, on his uh, technique, which is good. But understand uh, what happens when you're doing the drills. This is overemphasizing everything that you're trying to do when you're paddling. It's not about doing exactly the same uh, drill when you actually paddle. When you actually paddle, you've got to bring in all the aspects of the stroke, but you've got to be thinking of the top hand, the elbow down, the 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 shoulder rotating. You've got to be thinking about all these things while you're paddling. So many people paddle hard and do well in training. As soon as they get into a race, it all falls apart. That's why we want to do these drills to emphasize so that it doesn't fall apart when you're actually uh, in, the, in, the, in the race. I mean, Corin Smith asked me, she had a race uh, this weekend on a K2 and it felt good paddling up to the start. Nice and relaxed, heart rate down, everything good. And then as soon as the gun went off, suddenly they were wobbling like crazy, very unstable, and, and that's exactly what happens. That's what happens to most people. As soon as they get onto the race start and they say go, the first thing that goes out is not the boat, is your technique and your brain fog, you know? That's where you don't think about anything, all you're trying to think about going fast, and when you think about going fast and not concentrating technique, you start getting unstable, all those things happen. So, uh, Corin Smith's question, why did I get so unstable? Both of you would have been trying so hard that you forget about what you're there for is to try and keep a good, powerful technique that makes you stable. Because all the, the drills I give you should make you more stable. So at the start of a race, you want to be more stable. And obviously, at the start of the race, there's a lot of waves. So you've got to think a little bit more about, uh, about how you take off and make sure. And again, if you're going to practice for that, go in a little bit waves and do a few sprints in little choppy waves. If you have, if there's wind up, go and practice in the wind. Practice in choppy conditions. Don't always go in absolutely flat conditions. That's obviously for the K1 paddlers. Um, Phil Paris-Brown asked me a question. When do I put the power on and off when I'm catching a wave? The most important time to put the power on is as your nose goes over the back of a wave. So as your nose goes over and you're like that, that's when you want to put the power down. And really concentrate on technique and then you'll see the power comes, and when do you stop? Stop as early as possible. The earlier the stop, the longer you'll stay on top of the wave. 
Okay, I hope that helps you, Phil. Um, another question uh, from Cam. Cam said when he's panning down the, down the wave, you're getting a little bit of extra speed, and then he noticed the boat was more difficult to steer. What actually happens there is the faster you go, the more sensitive your rudder gets. So what you want to actually do is detune your rudder so you haven't got as much rudder when you're going downwind. So normally people have their rudder straight like that. You can even detune it like that. You don't want the rudder like that, so you're pushing on the, on the pedals, and then it really does move a lot. Really concentrate when you're going downwind not to use your rudder that much. You should be just touching it and, and, and rather use your paddle to pull the nose around as opposed to just touching that rudder, which is very sensitive when you're going downwind. So be careful, don't, don't, uh, don't push so hard on that, uh, on that rudder, and I'm sure you'll improve. I mean, it just takes time because pushing on pedals, some people use T-bars and suddenly they go to pedals, that's a big difference. If you've been a surf ski paddler all your life, it's fairly easy. Although I used T-bars when I was a K1 paddler, so that, uh, that just comes from practice. Everything, everything gets better with, with practice. As you can see, here it's beautiful pouring rain. That's why I can't uh, take you to my dock. It's pouring now. They say this rain's gonna last until next week, Tuesday, which is not a lot of fun, but again, remember, uh, dress for the occasion, and then it's fine, you know. It is always very nice to not have to put wetsuits and dry suits on. It's not particularly cold, but always dress for the occasion. Don't just uh, go out there and think you're uh, Rambo and, and then you get cold. Yeah, lay off the pedals. That's correct, Cam. Yeah, you can detune your rudder because if your rudder is too, too upright or the pedals are like that and you're pushing on them like that, they'll go around as you get as you as you get better um interesting p things people always ask me oh no uh this fasting something that you've been what we always get taught is don't tell anybody you're fasting because the first thing they'll tell you that you're absolutely crazy most people say that it's actually not i mean it really the only way to improve your your and and, and get your deto detox is to actually do a fast i'm just checking is it all working somebody uh I saw my wife calling me. I don't know what that's for. Maybe is it not working or is it a poor connection or everything going well? Leif. Leif Kara Fikin is watching. Leif, whereabouts? You must you sound like you're from Scandinavia. Good to join us. Uh, obviously, you will... Okay, everything's good here. Um, I think there's a, just a, a communication breakdown. Um, you're back now, okay. Not going well. Norway, okay, Leif. It's not, they say the, the, it must be all the rain affecting the, the, the bad reception. Okay, so it's getting better. That sounds good. Okay, so getting back to fasting, because that's what I'm doing. If you can't train, uh, the best way, because a lot of people coming off a training, big training base, eating a lot, and you can do it when you're training three or four or five hours a day, but if you can't train very hard, the next big, best thing is to, is to watch what you eat. So obviously I do a ketogenic diet, and then I, I build that with fasting. I think those are the two best things that make, make for um, your body 
cleansing your body, you know, and they talk about detoxification. The best way to detox is to fast. And fasting will make you uh, strong uh, and you won't gain any weight. And fasting also burns, burns all the bad, uh, bad dead cells in your body, which is a great benefit for fasting. Um, what will I eat? What I eat uh, when I come out of a fast? I'm not particularly. End of the day, I just eat keto when I when I break a fast. If I do a two or three day fast, I just uh, eat the old story. My 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 macros are about seventy percent, sixty seventy percent fat, twenty twenty five percent protein, and very little carbs. The only carbs I I have basically is my wine. My red, rosé, and uh, white wines. Yeah. Okay, Alex had a question about breathing techniques and habit of holding breath. In fact, that's a good question, Alex. Uh, funny enough, uh, when I swim, I do hypoxic swimming. I don't know if you know that. Basically, what I do is I, and I, I try and really get my lungs to get bigger and bigger. And what I do is that I do the, the, the first 25 with... Uh, one breath, the second 25 with two, third with four, uh, and you'll see how that really makes you, your, your, your um, lungs improve a lot because you're pushing yourself and extending your lung capacity all the time. So I do that when I'm swimming. When I'm paddling, I don't really concentrate. Basically, every stroke I put down, I normally um, breathe out. So it's just basically every stroke is how I breathe. So it's not a big thing in, in, uh, in breathing but I tend to try and practice I try and practice um, breathing uh, when I'm swimming that's when I try and increase my lung capacity so that, so that when I'm uh, swimming and I'm doing hypoxic which is as I say try and do one length with no breaths as you get better you can do one length with no breath 25 meters with no breath and as you get really good and a lot of people can do this I mean I'm sure uh, Michael Phelps says this, you could do 50 meters with no breath, flat out swimming, 50 meters, no breath, and that gets, gets better and better as you train your lungs to get bigger and, and more efficient. Yeah. As I say, from my last uh, podcast, the people said, no, they don't want it too long because when we, when we send it out, people haven't got time to watch. Um, I'm going to be doing uh, the next one. I think I'm going to do a fairly similar time uh, next week just before I fly to uh, Perth and then obviously Perth there won't be any more rain like this be no rain it'll be very warm and I'll be doing a a lot of outdoor running and swimming and 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 doing a lot of downwind paddling and obviously technique Perth the perfect place to train because in the morning it's dead flat calm that's when you'll be doing your technique and then afternoon you do your downwind, learning the skills of going downwind. So that's what I do. So now, leading up to before I leave, I'll be running three times a week, cycling three times a week, and swimming three times a week. My swimming comprises, like this morning, I probably did 1,600 meters with the squad. So nothing extraneous. All, all my sessions now are in math, concentrating on my math, concentrating on technique, so not really pushing. The only time I actually do push a little bit is in the swimming. If I've got a couple of youngsters that are trying to race me, uh, I, will, I will up the ante in my swimming a little bit. But it's nice, uh, relaxed. I don't push too hard. Uh, running, I'll run between 8 and 10 kilometers. Again, all in math. And cycling, basically, we cycle. We take off in the dark and off we go to uh, have coffee 15 kilometers away. 
and coffee is just an espresso shot and 15 kilometers away back uh, on the way back easy again all keeping on uh, on math uh, I was gonna uh, see that this weekend was the chatterjack uh, well done to all those guys that uh, finished as a 31 mile race on flat water so it's really hard stuff uh, George Knight uh, did very well my other friend Paul did very well it's a tough race and funny enough the wind always blows against you which is not my kind of uh, race but one of these days I might get forced into doing it okay let's see how the time they say they don't want it to go longer than 15 minutes it's 15 minutes is up so that when you uh, hear this and when we when we when we broadcast it uh, it'll be fairly easy for you to watch it's not a long uh, not a long podcast um, Fred Marshall's arrived from Dubai I can tell you the weather's a lot better in Dubai than I've got here, Fred. And we'll be seeing you next week. I see, I see when I come past on, uh, I think it's Wednesday, I arrive in, uh, in Dubai and I'll do technique and a bit of training, not much training. But um, I'm signing off now and we'll save this and we'll send it out. Don't forget, just send the questions or just, know, just find out when the podcast is and then ask questions. I'm here to answer them and good luck with your training. Keep it up. Fred is a perfect example. Came to me a couple of months ago and religiously does his in uh, waist deep water drills and his drills and he's going really fast. I'm talking really fast. He's probably the top three or four in Dubai now, which is fantastic. So he's getting up to 15 kilometers an hour, 16 kilometers an hour. And uh, that's fantastic. So it shows you if you, if you stick to all the experience and everything that I've taught myself and I teach you and I've, I know I can make you all improve uh, like you should. I'm signing off now. Have a lovely week. I'll have a lovely week and probably catch you up next uh, Monday. Same type time, same place and hopefully not the same weather. It's pouring with rain here. So maybe next time I can do it from the dock on the water. Uh, see you and have a good training week. Hi there, thanks for listening, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, if you want to join Oscar's club or get access to his free technique video series, you can do that by visiting coachtulipski.com.